imagine every person had the ability to review you publicly on every single interaction that they have with you. Today, we're going to talk about that and how it can be really powerful for you. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Welcome. Be motivated and be inspired. Let's go. G'day team, Glenn Azar here, welcome you back to the Building Better Humans Project podcast. It is the day before Australia Day, if you're listening to this in real time, so I think that's an important day on our calendar, and I know there's a lot of debate around whether it should be on the 26th of January or not, and I personally, as a former soldier with 17 years experience you know, representing this country, I guess, or serving this country would be a better word, I personally have no great affinity to that date. So if they moved it to any date that was more suitable to both ourselves, as in modern-day Australians and the Indigenous culture representing thirty to 50,000 years of history, I'd be more than happy with that as well. But whilst it's on the 26th of January, I'll most certainly celebrate all that is great about this country of ours because that's how I am, that's who I am, it's, it's what I did for many years and anyone who's spent some time in the military will know it's not just a job. Like it's a calling, it's a passion, it's something that you do for a bigger purpose. And for me, it was all about how I was able to represent and serve this country. Now I'm going to talk about standards a little bit today and I thought I would just do a rehash on the 180 challenge first, which is the Reset Refocus Challenge. And there's a link in the show notes that you can jump on this. Just as a reminder, it's a 30-day challenge. But any time that you break any of the rules or you don't live up to one of the standards, you go back and start at day one. And so it's exercising for 45 minutes every day for 30 days. It's two sessions per week at least must be outdoors. It's drinking two and a half litres of water every day. It's reading 10 pages of a personal personal development or educational book. No audio books. It's got to be the real deal. And then commit to a diet regime of your choice for 30 days. Now, it's not about the diet, if I'm really honest. It's about committing to something that causes you to have discipline. So for me, using intermittent fasting, I like intermittent fasting, so it doesn't require a massive amount of discipline. But having said that, there have been occasions when I ran Bro Camp and Ayala recently where I didn't fit inside my feeding window and I still chose to to eat, I should say, outside that window had to go back and start day one again. So as an update for me, I've been going for two weeks and today is day one because I've had to go back all the way back to the start and that's the way it works because I read four pages one day. Now I was dog tired, all the excuses in the world and I chose to go to bed and get some sleep. Now I'd read four pages earlier in the day because you can read the 10 pages throughout the day. It doesn't have to be in one hit and but I went to bed and that means start again. Now all the excuses in the world, valid excuses, like I was busy and working hard and doing long hours, definitely. I was running on less sleep than normal, so minimal sleep. So 100% I have excuses. It's not about the fact that we don't have excuses, but it's about the fact that you have the integrity to do what you said you were going to do. And the integrity side is you go back to day one. Now, none of you guys would know that I'd only read four pages. I could have the next day read 16 and convince myself that the standard's okay because over those two days I got to 20 pages. But that's not the way the challenge is set. It's set so that if you compromise at all, you go back to day one. And if we can get 30 days straight out of this, the idea is that we teach ourselves discipline 
we feel like we've earned whatever we get at the end of that 30 days, there's a lot more to it. So I'm back on day one as of today, the 25th of January. Now, I had this interesting concept, and what I want to talk about today was reviews. Now, I ask you guys to review the podcast all the time, and specifically, I want good reviews. I want the reviews from people that are listening consistently, and I would hope if you're listening consistently, you like it. If you don't like it, I wouldn't want you to put yourself through that. So if you've got bad reviews, you don't like what's happening with the podcast, or any of my businesses for that matter, I'd love you to contact me and say, you know, don't like this, wish you, could, wish you would do it that way. Not suggesting I would change, but I would certainly take the feedback on, on board and if there was room for it to change, maybe I'd consider it. But then I had this concept around, or I heard this concept from someone else recently around, what if every single person that you interacted with on a personal or professional level had the ability to do a review on you and it was in public knowledge. So what if on your Facebook profile, there's a, a five-star you know, rating system and you could be rated and commented on about what you're like as a person? Now, let's not think too deeply about this. Let's not take this into the realm of how people that hate you can really chop you down and all those sort of things. What I'm, or the angle I'm coming from is, for the next week, as a minimum, for the next week, just imagine that every person could review you publicly. Would it change what you're about to say? Would it change the way you're about to interact with them? I heard another version of this many years ago, which I've talked about before, which I love, and that is imagine that every interaction in your day was being videotaped and the people that you love and respect the most, be it your children, your partner, your mum and dad, your grandparents – could sit and watch all of your interactions with other people, would you be proud of them? And would you still have the same interactions? Would you have the same responses? That's a similar idea. Obviously, the review one's very public. Now, you think about a business, people are very, very quick to have a chop at a business. You go into a cafe, you read any cafe's reviews, and people will have a chop at them about the smallest things. And what they probably don't understand is how much blood, sweat, and a lot of tears go into a business. It's very personal. It might not feel personal because you're doing it to a brand, but the truth is, particularly for small businesses like mine, like mum and dad businesses, it hurts. You know, getting one, two, three, four-star reviews, even on the podcast, and I'm someone that doesn't really worry too much about what other people think, but you still read those and you think, well, I was going to say they hurt, but they actually don't hurt now at this stage that I'm at in my life. Now they just perplex me. I don't understand why you would listen to it if you're going to rate that low, unless you just personally don't like me, at which point I would still suggest don't listen to it. But just imagine how it would feel to get negative reviews. Now, if this adjusts your behaviour throughout the week, don't allow it to adjust your behaviour to the sense where you're not being honest anymore, where you're not willing to say the things are being said or that need to be said. But just consider this. If an uncomfortable conversation needs to be had, if you need to say something that you know isn't, particularly nice, but it does need to be said, particularly thinking about a professional environment, now what you might do is consider the way in which you deliver it. Because there are ways we can deliver things. You can sledgehammer people, which if you've ever been on the other end of that sort of constructive criticism, as people like to call it, it's not that constructive. It feels pretty terrible. But if you use feedback, which is, hey, this is what's going on, this is how it makes me feel, 
and this is how it's affecting us. What can we do about it? You can collaborate on the on the end result of that. Then you're going to be in a slightly different situation. You're creating a very different energy with the person that you must give feedback to. So that's what I would challenge you to do over the next week is consider all the interactions you have, whether it's you know at the fuel bowser, whether it's when you buy your coffee, whether it's at the supermarket, do your best in the next week to leave people better than the way you found them. And that could be as simple as not having rote conversations. It could be as simple as making eye contact and genuinely asking someone, you know, the checkout girl or guy, how their day's been. It's pretty hectic in here. How have things been now that COVID started to settle down or whatever, you know, just have a conversation with them that's outside of the very rote conversations we tend to have. That could be a way that you leave people better. Think about the tough conversations you've got to have. How would I do this if it was being videoed and Nan and Pop were watching it? Would I be embarrassed about the conversation I'm about to have? Or is there a more constructive feedback way of giving this, this feedback? Whatever the case may be. I, I love it. I just think it's a really, really good concept and a really good way of challenging ourselves to consider the other people in our communications and how we can leave them better rather than leaving them feeling really down about themselves, which doesn't serve anyone. That's it, team. Have a great day tomorrow for Australia Day, whatever, whatever you get up to. Be safe. Don't be silly, but enjoy the day and let's celebrate this great nation of ours. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Building Better Humans podcast with your host, Glenn Azar. For feedback, to stay up to date, or go back and find an old episode, head over to 180.net.au. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Let's go.